I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is 90 Day Fiance Coupled with Chaos. I worry about taking a drink every time we record because I know I have the inability to regulate breathing and drinking. Now, why is same. that? I swear I you can't why. drink anything without choking on it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it. No. 90 Day Fiance. This is the regular show, episode 258, Different Expectations. For those of you who are new here, I have done in the past, we have been podcasting for a couple of years now, and I have done a remarkably horrible job in the social media department. I am trying to do better, so if some of you have found us that way, you'll notice this is, oh, what, 258? So you've missed 257 <laughs> episodes. We do a regular show, uh, Inside Scoop on the weekend, and then a spinoff show during the week. It's pretty much how we handle things. And then in addition to this, there's a whole Real Housewife universe and then that we do it separate from this show. And then a personal podcast that's separate from that show. But they're all linked together at our subscription locations. So here, I think the big news of the week, right, it's Bilal and Shaida. <laughs> Boy, you know, they waited ex, to the end. That ex-wife. They waited to the end to bring her in. So there's so many things going around about why she's even there. Your Shahida. thoughts on how she even got there? Is she there on her own? Did Bilal put her up to this? Well, no. She said. Well, I know what she says. Well, she said that she has issue with Bilal for not getting them together sooner. For not facilitating this meeting because... To have this discussion or just in general? No, I think just in general. They met. For them to, you know, hash out whatever her issues are. They met clearly earlier. she has some. She was pretty cold to her at the beginning mm -hmm. when they met at the mosque. Right. So she had, I don't know, she didn't have She hadn't warmed up at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, she's not a warm person. At all. Her Which issues. makes her a perfect match for Bilal. Also yeah, so not why are they warm. not together? We talked a bit about that on Inside Scoop. They have awfully nice children for being a couple of crappy people. Yeah. So what do you, what do you, what's your We're take? a couple of nice people and we the have crappy some crappy killer. kids. Well, their kids aren't as bad as we make them out to no. be. If you listen to our personal podcast, it probably sounds like we're trying to push them out. Yeah, we're because really. Because we are. But <laughs> that can be, it's different. It's not how it is. Yeah. We're but, just old. But what about her trying to protect her kids? What, what's your angle on that? Um, hard to say. I mean, she probably does Financially, yeah, she's she, trying to protect her kids. Right. She like. pro yeah, she probably just doesn't trust Bilal to make a good wifey decision because we all know he's had a couple of them already. Mm. And so she probably just wants to make sure, since this one came from another country, that he's not just, you know, mail-order-briding it. She, she knows that Bilal's not a good partner, and this isn't going to last. Well, maybe that, that, that would true. be the sign. That could be true, too. If the ex-wife is pushing for that, maybe that's something to be said for, look, he's impossible, and I couldn't make it. I don't think you're going to make it either. <laughs> So you probably, I'm more comfortable with the prenup. That's one school of thought. The whole prenup has been a debate. And you look at whether or not she should have a prenup or if that's really the way to do it. 
Yeah, I mean, if it's really about the children and not about him, then a trust seems more appropriate. But what if you don't actually have real assets right now? Then what are you putting in trust? Right. I have a theory. My theory is because, look, I'm going to put some stuff out there that we put out at Inside Scoop. But judging by the activity on social media, some things I think that are a secret aren't because everybody knows that he's had two wives before this one. And that pretty popularly known that these properties that he's in aren't in his name. And that he leases his vehicles. <laughs> so he doesn't have real worth. Right. He's, I mean, he's, I think, some upper middle class is what you'd put him at. Uh-huh. It's non... Um, he definitely does put the image out there that he's living the high life. I well, mean, even she said that. I mean, look at Jen Shaw. It's the same thing. Doesn't everybody want you to think? If he's right. a realtor, and if it, all this is about him drumming up realty realtor business well him being successful would be a key to everything Mm -hmm. but i don't think he has anything my thought is that since the properties are still in his deceased father's name that that estate isn't settled yet so that he doesn't have whatever money or whatever was left to him by his maybe father. Maybe it's in a trust for him at a certain age. It's just possible. Or maybe he has to be married to get it. All that we, stuff. We know that that's that possible because we've talked to a trust attorney. And his dad was very, very religious himself. Yeah, you can definitely give very specific oh, you. Um, you. qualifying things. I like the way you're thinking. Yep. How about that? So maybe that's why he's after a wife. There's some stipulations in that. And he would then be... And that they have to be Muslim. And it, it wouldn't... Well, I think he would do that anyway. But it seems like so ingrained in it does, his but upbringing. wouldn't you think that his father would require that? I can't imagine him being a point where he wouldn't have a Muslim wife. Mm-hmm. I just don't... I see that so ingrained in his culture mm-hmm. and the way he was raised. I don't think it's an... I don't think there's another option for him. Mm-hmm. So... That would be good. I like your angle on that. But and if he hadn't realized the money yet, then it would become marital assets, right? If, if it he happened gets it later, yes. And and right now, because right now I don't think he has it. I mm-hmm. don't think he needs a prenup now because I don't think he has anything. Right. I think he's not coming into this relationship with. I hear somebody refer to it as generational wealth. Uh huh. He's not bringing much to the table. I think her potential, I actually think her potential is more than his. What, with the yoga studio? I researched. Look, she said this episode to Google her. Mm-hmm. Well, Google her. It's what mm-hmm. I say to do and watch. There are articles about her before Bilal ever came around. Really? Bilal reached out mm-hmm. to her, Kelly. Wow. She didn't reach out to him. Mm-hmm. So she was doing fine on her own, living whatever life she wanted, right? Yeah, she Maybe, said she was well-known in her country. Well, it was getting bigger because when the pandemic hit, let's think about that's about the time they met. Uh-huh. She was beginning then to do yoga classes online throughout the world. Uh-huh. And think about a Muslim woman 
doing yoga classes. Right. Just well, think you know, about the potential for her. Uh, Eileen said that's when she got really into yoga mm. was when she couldn't go to the gym. And Shaida is very personable, very well presentable. I think everything about her, I'm going to say reeks is the wrong word, but it reeks of success and class. Yes, it does. When she doesn't Actually. come. When she doesn't come from. Right. And class. even even when she's just being frumpy, she looks wealthy. Yes. There's just an air about her. Yeah, there is. Which probably drew Bilal to her. Uh-huh. So for them to make it like she's just off the banana boat coming yeah. to steal his money. Yeah, that's it's really just obnoxious. A, it's 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 wrong. Yeah. And think about her attitude coming and being treated like this. Yeah. Over and over and over again. Yeah, I'm surprised she's kept her cool the way she has, especially with uh, Shahida, because she was just downright rude. We talked about this. This is the big deal. I'd have showed her the way out. Was that the dishes that they had there? (laughs) So go back. I spotted it. Go back and look at the teacup. She saw it last week during the preview. But that is a Corel English breakfast teacup that they're Mm -hmm. drinking from. We know this. Because we have this set. Because we have this set. This set was only in manufacture. You could only they manufactured it from 1994 to 1998. We received it as a wedding gift in 1994. Yes, and of course, because it's you, we have collected other pieces throughout. Right. We've lost some pieces because it got discontinued, and so I started driving to Williamsburg, Virginia, to the Corel Revere Outlet Store and collecting accessories for it before they disappeared and so we have right a plethora of pieces in addition to the basic set but not enough <laughs> we will take gifts of corel english <laughs> breakfast there's a way to do that we will it's a beautiful set right so we have also and so to see this we were almost distracted by the dish set yeah because we're just looking to see more of it it's kind of a, a yeah, surprise because we've never seen it anywhere we have the coffee mugs and what they were drinking was the tea mugs because it's it's not a set that just pops up in the thrift store. No. It, it wasn't all that super common, I don't think, no. because I never see it. Well, they wouldn't have canceled it. They wouldn't have discontinued it if it was super popular. Uh-huh. So it is 24 years old. So Bilal is at a point where he's using 24-year-old Corel dishes. We don't think that's a problem because... It's been 27 years for us. Right, because we're using it. the same stuff. <laughs> and it's still going strong. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> so I think that's – we were a little distracted by that. Somebody yeah. had mentioned to me that – Because you um, were like, how do you get these dishes? I said, well, it's probably his mom's dishes because he didn't have anything that's his. Right. But <laughs> So he's been living around – these are – you don't just pick these up. Right. These were given to him by somebody. Yeah, you have to have had these. Yeah. They haven't been around in a long, long time. About their positioning in the room and that Shaida was – somebody mentioned that she was standing over top of – was it Shashida? How do you Shahida. Pre- Shahida. That, that sh- boy, it's tough to get all of that out. Shahida and Shaida. That Shaida was standing over her like more in a dominating way, and I didn't quite see that. I just kind of saw it as – 
She was looking down at her. But she was standing. The stools are on one side of that bar, and she was on the other side serving tea. So I, I didn't. It didn't strike me as her being dominant. No, it didn't me either. But it. I mean, I looked at it. Okay, maybe it's possible. What we did notice is um, Bilal being all, I don't know, pouty before the whole yoga class. And I just thought that that yeah. was controlling on his part. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be moody and brooding. Mm-hmm. And then they go out to do yoga, and he gets all pushy with the kids. Yeah. Which is exactly what Shaida was doing to him that made him think that she was aggressive. Uh-huh. So what about that? We knew Bilal was making up crap about the aggressive stuff. He yes. was just moody again. And so he does the same thing, but really worse. He twists in arms. Now, I don't have anything. I don't have any issues with the way he was treating his kids. You know, no. roughhousing and horsing yeah. around. They're playing. Yeah. Just like she was doing with him. Right. No, I have no nothing wrong with either of them. No. I think my issue, though, is that he's horsing around while she's giving a yoga class. Right. He's being disrespectful. Yeah. It's like showing her up. Did you uh-huh. take it as the same? Yes. I'm like, she brushed it off again. She's really a trooper. Uh-huh. But I know it has to at least bug her a bit. Yeah, because she was trying to share what it is that she does. Yeah. And he wouldn't even let the kids take it seriously. Yeah, I'm just... For me, my thought was, you know, the kids are seem like they're really good kids. They do. Who Seems have very nice. fully are going to be fully capable of earning for themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure they got to worry too much about generational wealth from Bilal. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking Shaida's earning potential is more than Bilal's. Hmm. Interesting. I think, yeah, I think she's out of his league. <laughs> That's kind After of what I saw, and you could see just her. Well, maybe she should just flip that. Uh, she doesn't need him. That whole agreement, prenuptial agreement, around. If she and had a good hold attorney, on to her, she own. would. But well. here's the deal: is what does she say that she doesn't say she wants to be a successful yoga instructor? Right, it's not what she wants. No, what does she want? Family. She wants a family, and so that's the telling thing. I think she could do what she wants. I think she's in a bit more control here, and I'm not sure Bilal's duping her. I think she knows what she's getting into. And we've talked about this for seasons along. We have no issues with people trying to improve their lot in life. No. It's a part of your partner selection. Yes. Bilal's not a a butterfly-in-the-stomach love kind of guy. No. (laughs) Definitely not. And that's not what he's looking for, and he doesn't exude that to anybody else. No. So if it is an agreement, then... And and she's up for it, and he's up for it. I don't. I don't have a problem with it. No. Everybody's everybody kind of gets what they want out of it. We had like nothing. Did you that scene from Kara and Guillermo was like nothing? I was hoping that they were at like the Virginia State Fair. Yes, but me it too. didn't look like it. No, it didn't look like. I it. looked, looked in the like background. A, you know, something in the. We are for those of you new here. We are as a couple or from Virginia. Originally, mm-hmm. and moved to Texas five years ago. So we're pretty well versed in Virginia. 
Yes. Getting there in Texas. What love, we've learned about- love the Virginia State Fair. Yes. Not impressed with the Texas State Fair. It's much different. <laughs> Completely. So we were hoping, I was as they were going around, I was hoping that's where they were. But it yeah. was a little warm for that. And they do the Virginia State Fair in the fall. Yeah. And so Correct. It's, in September. Yeah. It's more of an autumn thing. Texas, they just do everything when it's hot because it's yeah. hot all the time. <laughs> it's Always. True. The only time it's not hot is it's when, when it's freezing. pouring. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it. So nothing from them. But, you know, I thought like, these are the kind of things the two of them need to be doing. Going out, being 24, even though I think she's older than that. But that's yeah. They look like they're having a good time. That's what they need to do. More of that. Less being around your friends. Yes. Because your friends are causing problems. Right. Amazing what the two of them can do together. Yeah. Go. And I thought it was nice the way he was speaking about her, about her efforts to distract him and support Mm. him while he's going through difficult, you know, family loss and. And so that was nice to see. I think for most couples, that's what you need to do. These outside influences can really be be trouble. Detrimental. Yeah. So we kind of did the same thing with us. I mean, we kind of, we did our own thing. We weren't super engulfed in, although we visited your parents each week. Yeah. We didn't, um, you know, it wasn't, um, it was a trip to go see them. Right. It's not like we're fr- our friends were all, uh, one, I didn't have any. <laughs> two, I managed to then isolate you from yours. <laughs> I did, did not. not. I did not. So I was happy with them this time. Yeah. But there was just one scene with them. It was like nothing. Even Muhammad. Um, I don't know about these two. Yeah. I don't see it working out. It seems odd, but we... I guess Inside Scoop has told us some stuff about at least whether or not they're together. And we seem to know that Muhammad was spotted in the DFW area recently. Uh-huh. Which would put him in the country. Yeah. If it puts him in the country, that means something happened with their relationship in the States. So we've talked a bit more about where their relationship was, I guess, on a more international level um, in our inside scoop. But he seems really frustrated in his inability to work. Yes. And I initially, when he talked about it, I just thought he was bored. Do you think it's because he's trying to help his family? I think 100%. He mm-hmm. Look – we don't see much emotion from him, do we? No. But he cried when he talked about being help, not being able to help his mother. Yeah. And so that was a big deal for him. Mm-hmm. And, and we know it's the same for a lot of people. I mean, look at Kobe. You know, $4,000. Right. He worked really hard to save $4,000. He did. A lot of people probably had to go without and sacrifice from his help for him to come here with four grand. Yeah. So it's probably the same with Muhammad. You know, any job he gets would be helpful. Mm-hmm. And he's somebody who could really help because I think Eve, they don't live an extravagant life. Right. Eve lives a simple life. Right. It's really perfect for this scenario. I tell you what, though. He is something else when it comes to the boy. I agree. That is impressive. Mm-hmm. There's a legitimate appreciation for... 
what the boy brings to the table. And you don't see any of his frustration. No. Of Muhammad's frustration. He seems to have a solid understanding of what Theron is capable of. Mm -hmm. And he's not put off by that at all. He's fully, fully accepting and appreciates the, the openness and genuineness that he gets from Theron. So they're perfect. I can't imagine her doing any better, honestly. Right. In that, under the circumstances. Mm-hmm. Because even the boy's own dad wouldn't stick around because right. he had Down syndrome. So now that he's older and is going to need help from her for an extended period, she'll have a hard time finding somebody who's willing to take that on. Yeah, these two need to sit. It's like, I know it comes down to the wedding. And her yeah, wanting a nice wedding. But, silly. but I think a lot of it turns out to be, it's like we even talked about with Cara and Guillermo, it's their friends. Yeah. If you really go with what's important. Right. And you've talked all along about weddings. And right. For right. us, I mean, we did, we did get married in a church with some people there. Right. But how hurt would you have been if we would have been in this scenario and needed to just go have a ceremony? Right. Would you have done that? Sure. I mean, you can say sure now, but really, would it have been well, like sure, I wanted to have a wedding, but well, you could still have it. I mean, mm. you could you could go to the justice of the peace and make it official, and then turn around and have a simple. And that wouldn't bother you. No, I don't think so. That's not if there was a a situation that warranted it, right? You know, a need for it. So I think that would be a compromise. It's to sit down. I think the cameras get in the way so much of these things where you could sit down and have a real conversation and a real compromise. And you get to the end and you go, what's best for everybody? Mm-hmm. And the whole point of this, this 90-day thing isn't a trial period. She's just hung up on this whole wedding thing. But he could be a lot more supportive and better. I think he's dismissive of it. Yeah. And that doesn't work. Nobody wants to have their ideas dismissed as, you know, silly or not important. There's got to be a middle ground, a way you can put that together. Yeah, it's, well, and I'm sure it's a communication issue. You know, he could obviously present it, the idea, a little better he doesn't have good delivery when no because to... he's just so matter of fact mm. and so if she doesn't see it then matter of fact doesn't mean anything to her mm. and i think he's frustrated he does yeah. voice that he believes that she's comfortable with the scenario she has the freedom to work when she wants and doesn't have to worry about and now she doesn't have to worry about child care either right so everything really for her things couldn't be better right but for him he it's trouble yeah so i don't know so i think we get to the point in the car where and we even get the, the point i think it was the preview of him yeah, going he said he's he like, packing up go ahead so he knows that look this is in the middle of covid so he knows there's an issue he says it's, it's normally a six to eight week right. wait, but it's going to be even worse. Right. We know that's true. And, I mean, this not only working, but this means he can't visit home. Right. I think that's the bigger thing for him. He can't go and come back, and that's a that's a problem. Right. So. Hmm. 
And this guy he went and talked to, poor fella. I don't think he knows anything. But this is where the, suggest- nice, though. the suggestion of another sponsor came up. Yeah. And so we got to the point where, okay, he's going to be here regardless. Right. Now, we do know that when he was spotted in the country last month, he was spotted with Eve. Uh-huh. It wasn't just him alone. Right. So I'm guessing another sponsor didn't happen. If he left and went to another sponsor, they wouldn't be flying to and from New York together. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing. I'm guessing you wouldn't do that. So, but another sponsor is brought up. Yeah, I'm, that was we were very glad to see that he doesn't have anybody in mind. Right. Which is much different than we normally see. Right. It's not like what first thing I thought about was love after lockup. It was love after lockup. <laughs> oh yeah. Where everybody's got their other prison chick or uh-huh. the prison guy's got three other girls on the outside or vice versa. Well the one on the outside's got five people in the prison. <laughs> but that Mohammed doesn't have somebody. But he's here and he knows this is where he wants to be. And so I do not think there's genuine love between um, Eve and Muhammad. Right. But I think you could have a working relationship there. Yeah. I think you could grow into it. Yeah. I think it's possible. I'm not so set on, you know, maybe we have more of the two couple. Well, two of the three couples we've talked about this time has been about maybe not butterfly love, uh-huh. but more of you arrangement. Know, an arrangement. And I'm not a, I'm not necessarily opposed to that. You've got to a certain point in your life where this is where we are. Yeah. So you've tried it the other way, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, what? Shahid has been in a couple of relationships and engaged a few times. It didn't work. You know, it didn't make it to the end. Bilal hasn't made it. Eve, I think, um, you know, it didn't make it for her. So every, here we are. Here's everybody. And maybe the plan you had before wasn't working. Yeah, maybe it didn't have to be perfect. <laughs> and I think people look. I think people look for that, and you will never find it. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody but you. Will never find <laughs> it. Aren't you funny? <laughs> yeah, because I fixed the grill. Fourth of July. You got a new grill if you listen to our personal podcast. Kelly got a grill for half price. A Cadillac of grills. Yes. For 50% of the price. Yes. It's like somebody bought, uh, it looks like somebody probably bought a display model and then resold it. Yes. But the wiring wasn't quite right. And right. you needed like, an assembly. electrician. It was me. I said, I'm pretty Perfect. sure you can handle this being that you're a master electrician. Yeah, I don't like uh, your I think tone. you could uh, handle the wiring. Not a big making fan. Making sure it's hooked up right. Mm-hmm. Not a big <sighs> fan of that. But I fixed it. Yep. I am the winner. <laughs> Let's go with, oh gosh, Patrick and Thais and the dinner. This is the second time in the last three weeks that we've caught somebody putting just generic mustard on chicken. But this is what she called stroganoff. That is not stroganoff. Look it up. The poor, well, for her, maybe it's what um, her family called it to make it seem like it was something Something more expensive than it was. Disgusting. This was gross. 
Yeah, he, when I saw the look on his brother's face, John, when he watched her making it, he looked appalled. Like, what did you just do to the chicken? I think John has some cooking experience. I know he dropped a steak on the floor and ate it, but he's look, uh-huh. he's still a single guy. Right. If you're home alone and you drop a steak on the floor, yeah, especially a steak it. like that, <laughs> yeah. you're going to find a way to clean it and eat it. Yeah. We can say whatever you want, but we I'm have that. not throwing we, that away. We have that three-second rule. Well, I just in general. Yeah. Our floors, I'm not saying I would eat off of the floor, no. but I'm doing something to meat. I'm making that meat. Right. We're not at a, in the point, especially with meat prices the way they are, to yeah. be throwing that away. Right. But he was careful about how he was seasoning it. And I remember another scene where Patrick was making something and he was kind of getting on him about um, seasoning it. Uh-huh. So I have a feeling he's got a little culinary experience with him. Mm-hmm. But it's been a little. He probably does most of the cooking. Which probably isn't a lot. No vegetables, I would assume. Right. There isn't a vegetable or a fruit to be found anywhere. Right. So you don't think him hovering over her in the kitchen was an issue? No, not really because they were talking. But um, that was gross. Yeah. I think he might have just hung around just to see if she really was going to do that. So it was cubed chicken yeah. and diced onions. And ketchup and mustard. Gross. Now, we've seen, like, ketchup and mayo put together. Didn't one of the restaurants do something like that? Uh-huh, yeah. Or didn't they make that now? Mayo chup. Mayo mm-hmm, chup. For burgers. Mm-hmm. I think I've seen that in, like, in Europe, they use mayo on fries. Mm-hmm. And you said something about somebody put mayonnaise on corn. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a Mexican thing. Wow. Mexican street corn. I'm not quite, um, I wasn't bold enough to try that. (laughs) But nor would I be bold enough to try this. Yeah, that was something else. You know, stroganoff is generally beef and usually it has mushrooms and it has like a a brown creamy sauce. It has sour cream stirred into it. Would it be gravy, like a beef gravy mixed with some sour cream or some cream? Kind of like that. Yeah, sour cream stirred in or like a plain green. I know what it looks like. The only reason I know what it looks like is from because we were poor growing up and there was like a hamburger helper stroganoff. Oh, that's gross. Well, welcome to my world. Vomit in a box. Well, I get it, but hey, look, at least that, can you still buy that stuff? You have to be able to. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right? Just get some hamburger helper. Yeah, I remember when we got married, you were like, don't ever buy hamburger helper. (laughs) And we were on the mountain, so we ate that. You know, it was quite an easy meal to make for uh-huh. a bachelor. Uh-huh. It was ramen noodles, which we did, nobody up there had, but there was a lot of hamburger helper. We used tuna helper and we used chicken helper, but you said never buy the hamburger helper. Yeah. So we did. How can I make this half a pound of hamburger stretch <laughs> to feed everybody? So it has its purpose. Mm-hmm. So... You could eat for a couple of days off of that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like spam sandwiches. I had that. I'm sorry. Uh, me that. too. That was meat. I'd eat that we too. We had that. Gross. So. But that meal was something. So, sadly, I find that most of the time, 
other than when it comes to the bachelor party and the strippers slash hookers slash exotic dancer, whatever we're going to call them. Let's be for real. He called them hookers. He says he was going to get hookers. She came in and said strippers, and he backed her off with exotic dancers. Uh But he was already getting hookers. There's a line between hookers and strippers and exotic dancers. There is a distinct line. I don't know. Maybe the time you call for a bachelor party, maybe it's both. I don't know. But that's where he was going. So I would say I agree with John most of the time. Uh-huh. Except for about this. John seems to be spot on. Yeah. Except for he just does it in a horrible delivery. Yes. And that he's hammered all the time. Yes, he is. He slurs and his eyes are glassy. His face is all red. Yeah. Everything about him. He has a serious drinking yeah, problem. Or he drinks quite a bit. All hours of the day and night. I didn't go back and look to see if that bottle of wine he was drinking was full at the beginning and empty mm. at the end. I thought it was rum, but I saw it in another spot and it was wine. If mm. that was a bottle of rum he downed, then. Yeah, that's a, what you told me it was. He's more of a pro than I thought. <laughs> I checked. I didn't want to put out bad info. We limit our bad info to Hooker <laughs> to Gate. Hooker Gate. Hooker Gate. That's the worst thing. We we took a stand on Hookergate. Yeah, we hoped. We really hoped. We really true. hoped that Hookergate was real. Yeah. And it was not, unfortunately. Okay. But John's issues are, I mean, I come from a family of, I would say, functional, at least my father, functional alcoholic. He mm-hmm. was, you know, not great with us. I wouldn't call it functional the way he raised the kids. But <laughs> he was able to get up and go to work earn a living and he showed up every day mm-hmm. just when he wasn't there maybe because it was union it's possible that he could have been drunk there too <laughs> it's possible but you know there are people like that yeah john seems to be a good worker and a good drinker he is a good drinker so but that um he's just so abrasive his delivery yeah, is. is lost and him and thais Boy, the looks when they had those interviews that they were exchanging back and forth with each other. She's mean. Uh huh. I saw it when they cut to three of them and they were going back and forth about who's being in whose business. And she cut her eyes at Patrick. Patrick looked back at her and you could see John look off screen with a smirk. And right then I could tell. He said, he's looking at somebody, uh-huh. one of the production people, who I would assume Thais is probably ordering them around, too. Uh-huh. And he was looking like, with a smirk, like, I told you, this is what she's like. Look uh-huh. at her. You could just tell that was the look. Uh-huh. Like, oh, that told me a lot. But she's in the wrong here. I mean, John's a bit meddling, but Thais has to tell her dad. Yes, she does. And if she doesn't, then what? Right, because it just sets their relationship up as a failure to her dad forever. He'll forgive her. Yeah. Yeah, He won't forgive him. No, it's not a good situation to be in at all. And everybody sees that but her. Yeah. And she seems uncompromising about it. So it's definitely going to be a problem. John's right here. 
Yes. You have to tell him and his reasoning for doing it. I agree with you're setting Patrick up. Yes. That's not fair to him. Well, and her, the whole thing behind it that she's not saying is that her dad, in fact, doesn't like him and thinks that he's. Ah, uh, who knows? That he's, uh, no. you know, a typical American using foreign girls. Isn't that easy for her to say? That's what she says. Yeah, it's, I think it, it, it's possible, but it's awfully. I think it's awfully convenient. You know? Well, she you, has rem- to tell you remember the episode at the beginning with her dad. Yeah, I do. He didn't seem like he was fond of their relationship. No. But it would be, I could see it being a part of being somebody from far away. Patrick doesn't seem like a dis- somebody you would dislike. Right. In general. But as we go more and more, have you ever heard him say something nice about Thais other than she's hot? No. Yeah, that's kind of bothersome. Yeah, I hadn't really thought about that. I saw that and I went, you know what? I haven't. Right. I like her personality, her sense of humor. What was it? You could use whatever lines Mark Marcus from Seeking Sister Wife uses. I like your, I don't know, intelligence or whatever he comes up with with each different wife. But Patrick doesn't use any of that. She's hot. Yeah. Why would I want somebody else when I've got her and she's hotter than they are? Yes. (laughs) That's very objective. Mm -hmm. Fying, I guess, of him. The more I think about it, this family of kids are messed up. Yeah. We only see the, the youngest boy a little bit. But John's got issues, and I think we see Patrick does too. Mm-hmm. It's not a best sign for them. Right. These two are wounded. Yes. What, two wounded ducks. And that's why they're still clinging together. They're legitimately, all they've got in their bond is the battle that they went through. Right, To together. get where they are now. Right. I think Patrick's got to be all engulfed in something. And you see, it was weightlifting for him. Uh Uh-huh. And steroids. (laughs) Well, it was still a part of it. It's so prevalent in that world Mm -hmm. that everybody's trying to find a way to get past the testing. Mm -hmm. It's almost like cycling. At least was or still is. You know, they're testing you almost mid-race at this point. Mm -hmm. And everybody's finding ways to mass stuff. And and it turns out the people who are winning – are indeed not the best necessarily, but they're the ones that have found a way to get around the drug system. Mm-hmm. So I think Patrick was trying to do the same thing. I'm not necessarily sure it's the shortest way, but it's like when everybody's cheating, <laughs> how are you supposed to compete? I can see where that would probably get frustrating. Mm-hmm. John had the best um, line of the – well, he does. He just has good line. <laughs> Testicular fortitude is what he said. I've heard of intestinal fortitude, but I've never heard of testicular (laughs) fortitude. I'm not sure what the difference is, but you should just – I said that um, John should definitely be on Pillow Talk. (laughs) Wouldn't that be great? That would be great. I don't know who you pair him with because Patrick's not that – Interesting. Yes, I don't know, but – 
I hope he stays sober and clean long enough to make a pillow talk appearance because he <laughs> is. Look, he's one of the great characters he of is Ninety Day. Mm-hmm. He, we don't get too many. He has actors. a big personality. He really is, but I have to know that his past has got to be full of questionable social media posts. Oh, he, probably. Because I can only imagine that he is quite. Because of the way stuff just pours out of his mouth, yeah. he has no filter. And I'm assuming if there's anything close to a single sexist or racist post in his past, <laughs> it wouldn't be shocking. I don't know that to be true. But if there's anything close, what he could do when he's drunk, nobody mm-hmm. really even knows. So I wouldn't be shocked if he would be canceled very quickly. So that dream would be short-lived. He is not surviving cancel culture. There's just no way. For sure. Although he's fighting for his brother. And I think that matters to him. Yes. And I think that's to be commendable. I think part of it too, though, is that he doesn't want to have anybody really come in and take that spot. I don't know. I think he's afraid of being pushed out because his brother's really all he's got. I don't get that anymore because I don't think he wasn't at a point here where it was you can't marry her. It was... You're, he knew they were getting married. It's, you can't leave him hanging like this. Jabri has got dreams. He's going to be – I'm going to be the star of my movie. And she can be the star of her movie. And maybe we can co-star in each other's movie. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> this is like Ben dancing on a train. <laughs> what the Just heck are you dance. talking about? Just dance. Grandma takes him for a walk in the woods. Have a heart to heart. So she says, look, I'm against. She's done this wrong. They are all steering him towards him being a shining individual. And he doesn't show his individuality. And they're all steering him down the path. Mm-hmm. They're putting him here, and he listens to them. Right. He listens to everybody, doesn't he? He does. Except Who, whoever the person of the day in front of him is. Other than Miona. Right. Well, he listens to her when she's the one in front of him. But she doesn't get, well, she's not getting the time for them right. saying they spend a lot of time together. Right. He shuts her down fast. He promised her before. Yeah, he did. That was a deal. Before we even knew her, he promised. And he was trying to get out of it then. Yeah. And then he made the deal about going to Chicago. Yeah. And then he's going back again about trying to get her out of it. Somehow, we've all flipped over the team Miona. Mm-hmm. Well, so what happens when you're worse than the villain. You take over as the bad guy. And the whole family. It, it overshadows the person who's already bad because you're worse. I mean, don't get me wrong. These two probably deserve each other. I, mm-hmm. I, you know? Yeah. But guess what? I mean, it, it's like anything. It's welcome to adulthood. Mm-hmm. It's great if you want to, I guess, if you want to have a celebrity marriage. I mean, we see how most of those last. They don't. Everybody's the star of their own movie. And you end up being separated. But... Your individuality is kind of over. That's a part of getting married. Mm-hmm. At least to us. 
you become a team. Right. And he's, he talks a good game, but it's about her becoming a part of his team. Right. You're on board with my team or not. Right. And when he looked over to her and said, what, you won't, um, why won't you compromise? I could have throttled him. Yes, me too. That was annoying. I saw the funniest tweet today. What was it? About that. They said that her sweater was a compromise. (laughs) (laughs) Which is true. I wonder if those are her, I'm sure those aren't her closed decisions. Well, no, she's just matching him. They yeah, just sure agreed to match. That. They got enough money to do that. But I just don't get it. She's that's All she's doing is compromising over right. and over and over again. Yep. He doesn't want a spoiled princess. Oh, I couldn't believe he said that. Oh, I wanted to punch him right in the face. He wants a queen because he wants, uh, what was it, uh, kingdom? Yes. Is that what he wants? Uh-huh. An empire. An empire. What's He's the killing me. Well, if you're an empire, what's the female version? If you're in charge of the empire, who are you? You're if you're a dude and you run an empire, where do you The Emperor. And so and the what's Empress. So that's what he needs. Not a princess. You're not a queen. An empress. That's what he needs. Look at you. I knew you're here for reason. <laughs> you're here for dropping knowledge. That's what you do. I did homeschool people for yeah. 19 years. Yeah. So, Don't be a distraction for me is what he says to Miona. I'd have hit him with that cheesecake. They got enough money for cheesecake. <laughs> hmm. But I it's made, not. I made cheesecake today. We couldn't even get to it. I know. We ate so, so much other stuff. Yeah. I'm going to have to take a whole cheesecake for lunch. He wants to work on his music. I want to tell you that he can do, you can do both. Right? You can. Yes. Is it easy? No. No, but it's not like they have kids to take care right. of. Right. He can work, she can work, and he can do music. It can happen. He can work during the day, and since he's a night worker, when it comes to music, he can do his music at night. Right. He said he was creative at night. Right. So it's doable. You just got to work at it. But everybody's got to be on board. It can't be my dream, my movie, my music. Yeah, he is pretty selfish. I told I told you he should she should pull Linda McCartney and at least learn to tap a tambourine or something. <laughs> you know, find a way to incorporate Get it. Get included. Somehow do something. Mm-hmm. You know, you could find a way to Make her a part of the band. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking musically. Let's do it with whatever. Clothing. Promotion. You know, there's things that you can do and that you can be inclusive of all of this. Find a way to work together. They could start a podcast. <laughs> that could happen. Look at how much we spend so much time together now. I, I'm surprised. I'm not. But I say I'm surprised. Look how long that we've been doing this. It's we were at two and a half years, I think, is where we've been doing this. I still remember on our 25th anniversary weekend, the only time we've been away in all the years we've been in Texas. And we went down to... Um, Fredericksburg, Texas. Fredericksburg, Texas. To the little Germantown area. 
and dragged our podcasting equipment yeah. there with us for the weekend. This the was just before your so- shoulder surgery. But I think those mm-hmm. – we did um, a two-episode set down there that was really the story of us. Yeah, that was fun. And that turned out to be – I think it was like our epi- – it could have been episode three and four of our personal uh-huh. podcast that got into our stories and yeah. how we got together. That was a fun, uh, nostalgic way to spend the weekend. Yeah. So we spent a couple of hours one night recording, and that's kind of where it went. It was like two hours. We broke it up into two shows. Yeah. But it's things that you do together. And that we've been doing this for two and a half years, and heck, now we record, it seems like. Daily. Four to five <laughs> days a week of yeah. some kind. Yeah. And we're never fighting enough yeah. that we don't sit down and record. Right. Because we're never really fighting. No, we don't. But you think at some point we'd be so mad at each other that we won't want to talk to each other. That never happens. Right. So that says something. We're at 27 years. Yeah. And a half. And a half. And then some. She's counting. That's <laughs> not good. <laughs> but we don't, have quite a, we don't quite have an empire here. It's not a podcasting empire. We no, have it's a, not that. A podcasting village. <laughs> yeah, I guess. It. Is that a village is what we have? Maybe. We have our our um, subscription stuff that we do. So kind of um, keeps our head still below water. It's not quite there, but we're not drowning in <laughs> debt. We're just in debt for podcasting. But it's time we spend together. Yeah, it's fun. Ari and Binyam seem like they've been together for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> They're like a cagey veteran couple. That they're not even married yet. Yeah, that's not. It's shocking. Yeah, but we get. Yeah, they already had uh, uh, kid scare number two. Yeah, I and didn't they're still that. not married. I didn't know. I mean, we know what we know from inside scoop. So we just hadn't heard there was another kid popping around. We've mm-hmm. heard this about others mm-hmm. in the group, and I think the preview of Emily and Kobe mm-hmm. may not be a false scare. Let's right. just say that is going to probably turn out to be true. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. So, um, Leandro being there, when he asked about the period. Yes, oh my gosh. I think for some reason, Ari was even surprised. How does he do this? Yeah. If you announce that I'm about to ask something awkward, does that mean you get to do it? No, this is like with- so wildly inappropriate. And I'm so glad that Binyam stood up for himself and pointed out that this was not something he was going to discuss, whether or not they were trying to have another kid. You know? Ridiculous. Nah. I have no idea where he's thinking. You think Leandro's thinking he's getting back in? You would wonder. Honestly, I think he's just trying to get under his skin. You think mom and dad are putting him up to it? <sighs> it's hard to tell. They're all messed up. I thought, you know, when we first met them, Ari's parents, I think we thought that they were a calming, steady influence. Uh-huh. But as That's we start to case. meet other parents, yeah, like Emily's parents... We have started to have, I guess, you can see the way they were raised by the way the kids are. Yes. 
So hopefully there's hope for our children <laughs> that it's like you see Bilal's kids and you go, well, okay, there's a solid family foundation there. Somehow they've kept the ruckus away from the kids. Uh-huh. But Ari's a hot mess. Yes. And the parents have been, I guess, tolerant of her all this time. And somebody should have pulled Ari aside and said, Leandro has to stay away. Binyam's yes. right. Yes. But Binyam just gets discounted and he's so soft mm-hmm. when it comes to standing up to people that that he has let it go on. Go on. Too long. Yeah, and he's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But he started slamming Alejandro to the camera now. Leandro. Yeah. What did I say, Alejandro? Yeah. Man, there's a lot of names. <laughs> Between this and Real Housewives. and It's a lot. And Seeking Sister Wife. And, and they're so similar. Thank goodness. And with Plathville, there's so many people. It's really hard to keep track. I'm so glad with the Duggars aren't having a show now. There's no, <laughs> no way kidding. I can keep track of that. But he calls him a nerd. What's he going dress shopping for? I look at him and I see a nerd. Yes. Hmm. I'm guessing he can't drive yet. You know he was going to do that just to irk Binyam. He was relishing in the fact that he was going to go choose the wedding dress for Ben. He has to say no. And then when she says she's not feeling well, and he goes, well, you know, this is my last night. And it's you like, know, I'm going to go home tomorrow. So he's expecting to go. Yeah. That Binyam can't put his foot down, I guess. is. I mean, you'd like not to have to. Right. I mean, we don't really have those things even in our relationship where one of us says, this is the way it's going to be. Right. We may see that's where it's going to be, and you go, okay, you know, let's at least move in this direction. Is this willing? Am I at a spot where I'm drawing a line, or is my line maybe not so firm and I see the middle ground? Because mm-hmm. we can't agree on exactly on everything. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is pretty clear. Yeah. Leandro has to go. Yeah, he has to go. And never be seen again. Yeah. And for his parents, to, say, to be encouraging them to all be friends is messed up. Yeah, it doesn't work this way. It's not supposed to work this and way. And they all know that Binyam's uncomfortable. They joke about it. And it's yes. not okay. It's completely discounting his feelings. Yeah. I mean, it's like it's like Bilal and, and his ex and Shaida. Mm-hmm. At some point, somebody has to be on their side. Who's on Binyam's side? Right. Where does Binyam go for help? Right. This is where his sisters come into play. Well, they don't. I mean, I guess they know. They see it. Right. I like that. Um, oh, I wanted to punch Leandro in the face. You probably don't hear me say that much. No. But when it came down to the 10 babies and Leandro. And yes. Come, and him rubbing it in. Oh, and them coming back and him oh. asking. And then her saying, well, I guess Leandro knows me better than my, am I ex-husband knows me better than my future fiance. Uh, I'm kidding. I walk over Rude. there. You know what I do? Is I look over at Ari and yeah, I walk you should over just to stay with him then. and I walk over to <laughs> Leandro and I beat the crap out of Leandro and throw him out the window. Unbelievable. Really? Out. Now. 
You know what? She's going to be mad for a minute. I get their phones and I delete their names and numbers out of the phones and go, it's over. Enough. And then I make Leandro eat the piston birth control. <laughs> I mean, um, uh, test. The, yeah, pregnancy the pregnancy test. test. He's going to eat this. Watch. Eat it. <laughs> Would that be intimidating? Uh, I think that's uh, restable. Oh. Well, um, I would suggest... I'm not sure what happened there. I'm going <laughs> to... Su- off the rails a little bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I suggest <laughs> that you eat this, is what I would do. So I would just suggest it. I think you're a little upset by this. He says, are you trying to have a baby? You know, I'm kind of joking. I think maybe you could joke back and forth. Well, it's not like we're trying not to. <laughs> but... No, he goes, that's none of your business. Yeah. Leandra looks so happy that she's not pregnant. Yes. And then they go out to breakfast. I said Ari was dressed like she'd been up all night partying. Uh, I mean, this, remember when we went. So here's an inside Stephen Kelly's life story. Kelly's birthday is January 1st. Mm-hmm. So January 1st is always an off day of work. I always have it off. So what we do is we go out to breakfast on January 1st. At Denny's. And we're kind of early because, well, you get a free breakfast at Denny's. And that's part two of an inside scoop into our daily life. There is a free breakfast to be had at Denny's on your birthday. (laughs) So we go there on her birthday morning. Well, occasionally, if we're early enough... We catch the people that have been up all night partying from the night before. Yes. You know, barely awake, barely alive, but they're coming off of their party. Uh We were relatively early rising people, and I'm not a big fan of crowds, so I would always, especially if it falls on the weekend, I want to get out early and Uh back before the rush hits. Ari looked like people that we saw or (laughs) that we see on January 1st at 7 o'clock in the morning (laughs) at Denny's. There's only two kinds of people there. Yeah. Old, old people. Old people and not old people. Right. People have been up all night. And Ari looked like that. She dressed in leather with a leather, <laughs> like a short black skirt on. And her hair was messed up. It was. She looked horrid. The, the social media buzz is that she could probably wash her hair more often. Yeah. You know, and Binyam's there. I know he's at the gym, but... Yeah, the lack of hair care apparently didn't have anything to do with being in Ethiopia. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever she had her put in her hair. Was it peanut Maybe butter? instead of having Leandro pick out her bras, he should oh. have her pick out some shampoo. <laughs> Ouch, look at you. <laughs> you know, you always wonder, like, if I have a clip to use for an intro. I, for me, I always pick it when you kind of slam on somebody. <laughs> and there you go. All over... Ari, I, I, do, I haven't found anybody around that is like pro Ari. No, she's horrible. You find some pro Bilal people around. Really? Well, there are. I think, look, Bilal's, um, I, he's not ugly or anything like that. No. But a middle-aged, relatively, you would appear structured guy. Uh-huh. I think he portrays, he does a good job of how he portrays himself. Right, wealthy in control. There's an attraction to that, probably. 
If then it would make you ignore everything else. No. So I guess that's why you could find some pro Bilal people. Uh, but there aren't any of the Aries around. No. You look at the other groups, and you know there's anti everybody. There's no constant. Um, Muhammad's got a bad. There's not a lot of pro Muhammad really? people around. I don't think he's so bad. No, I, but I, I think it's that he's not the I'm Emotional in love guy. Yeah, right. you don't get that from him. So he's a bit cold in everything that he does. So in the preview for next episode, we get something that Jabri's parents are just pissed about. I'm guessing it's that they're going somewhere else to get married. Yes. I, I, it's what I guess. Yes, that is it. I mean, dad looks... California. They're going to California. Yeah, that's what I get. And grandma's going to officiate. I, I guess they break the news. Yeah. I don't know that she's officiating, though. She offered. Well, I know she offered, but she may not be able to get her to California. She's probably maybe not an efficient in California. Because she said, then I would I would be there. And he said, that would mean the world to me. Well, we have one of our real housewives that's an efficient, don't we? Uh, Isn't there somebody in that world? I don't know. I'm trying to remember who we... There's not somebody. I recall. I forget. And like I could remember their name. And Emily talks about that their one rule was not to get pregnant. Yeah. And? She's pregnant. Yeah, she's pregnant. And then Bilal hands over the prenup hard copy. I'd like to, oh, would I have loved it. I want to read it. (laughs) It looked like, it wasn't one page, but it wasn't ten. Yeah. So, yeah, I would love to know what that is. You know? Completely. He's just a doofus. You know? Yeah. I don't get it. I'm just making sure you're not here for what he has. <laughs> what does he have? It's a question. Well, everybody talks about it, but I don't see that there's... I haven't found anything at all in his name. He doesn't... Need, they had a business. There was a business that was his. Premier building something is what it was but they're not around anymore they took like old tired homes and renovated them that's what he had done like a house flipper yes anybody yeah he took tired houses Uh uh-huh but now it looks like he works for some nationally syndicated real estate firm Hmm. and that's where he's at least listed on linkedin as and you go to that company site and it's just, you know, it's just nationwide realtors. Nothing special. It's not like it's a company. Mm-hmm. So he's a free agent, I think is really gotcha. what it is. So. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know, but she should get out of his business. You're divorced, so go. I'm not just his co-parent. I'm his friend, too. Yeah. I'm like, what is the deal? <laughs> That was a little bizarre for me. I said, if we weren't together anymore, I know you would not want to be around me. <laughs> I would dig into you hard. What? I would. You the things we, that you, you find. You don't the, think we'd be buddies? The things that we find funny. No, we, I don't think we could be. Think of how hard we'd have to fall for that to happen. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I would have to find that you were actually sneaking around with Ben Store Guy. 
<laughs> That's so funny. And his girlfriend. Uh-huh. The three of you. <laughs> and now that they're going to open a bin store near our house. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited. I have to do our personal podcast what? early this week. We you don't even know anything about it. <sighs> Kelly is addicted to bin stores. I am. We get – she spends about $60 a week, and we get about $1,000 worth of stuff. Yeah. That's it. But now it's just junk. We're not hoarders, but I have enough coffee to last me for a year <laughs> and a half. So we are going to have for us – not on this podcast, but on our Real Housewife podcast, we should have Ultimate Girls Trip um, episode four if we do it um, early enough. If not, we'll combine it with episode five because starting tonight is the run of shows. It's um, Chantel and Seeking Sister Wife. And have you confirmed that everything is on even though it's a holiday? It is. Oh. That's not good. Kids <laughs> were busy. <laughs> so that's what limits. Somehow we got to catch up. And tomorrow's bin store shopping day for Yes, Kelly. it is. And somehow I have to get back to work. I have to get off social media and get back to work. I've spent a bit too much time on social media in the past uh, 36 hours. Somebody's got to do it. I get a pulse for everybody. Yeah, we've been running. And what we do is we kind of run in our own little bubble here. And if you have come across us. It's really by chance, I think. We don't know how people are finding our podcast. I think they're just stumbling upon it mm -hmm. because our social media presence has been non-existent. Uh -huh. I try to do something every couple of months, but I, I, I fall off because life. <laughs> and so I've tried at least for the past two weeks to get out there a bit more and just let uh, you know that we're there. We're a yeah, couple of old, as shocking as it may be, old judgy people. Because we put out so much content, uh, this is not our primary job. <laughs> right, thank thankful, or we would be living in tents. Yes, we would be off battery power, podcasting off battery power. Yeah. So, thank you for tuning in. You will see a sometime around the end of the week a reality roundup number five. That will have Seeking Sister Wife, Family Chantel, Welcome to Plasville, and Little People Big World. We're covering those, and as those shows end, other ones will slide in as we see fit to cover. Unless Love After Lockup starts first, and then it will come in, and it could bump something out. Because it's really good. That's really why we're doing that. Yes. We had been late to Love After Lockup. But we finally got caught. We finally up. got there and realized what trash that really is. And if you don't <laughs> watch so it, July about. 29th on WeTV is when it starts. I would suggest if you can find a way to get to a couple of the last – they do love during lockup or love life after lockup, love is life or whatever so, they're going to call uh, it. Locked up, 60 days <laughs> abroad, 60 days in, 90 days in. Whatever they call it, You're funny. we watch it all. But it's not my my favorite show. Is still alone. So nobody wants to listen to me podcast no. about that. So we won't. So do not stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening. You can hear additional ninety day Real Housewives and personal podcast content on Patreon, Supercast, or our Apple channel. 
Just search for Coupled with Chaos in any of those three platforms or see the instructions and links in the show notes. You can also find us on all the socials at Coupled with Chaos. Email us directly at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. 